Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. It was a great uh, team effort over the weekend here at Live 95 uh, covering the general election and the last person standing yesterday for us uh, at the race course in Patrick's Well was Live 95's Alan Morrissey uh, who joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Alan. Um, uh, how are you morning, doing this morning? Uh, no, the reason you're joining us on the line and not in studio is that you've been stuck in traffic for a while, have you? Uh, it's been pretty bad this morning, Joe. I don't know, did the weather play a part? But um, yeah, I, <laughs> but the two options for me are to go through Corbley uh, uh, into town that way or else um, head through Party in the Long Pavement and uh, tried both options and um, came up fruitless in both attempts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not in studio with you. But that's fine. Anyway, uh, Sunday, um, there was a, a lot of activity around the Count Centre in Patrick's Well. When you were out there yesterday from early morning, what was it like uh, until it was all decided, I think, in the early afternoon? Um, Joe, it wasn't as hectic as Sunday, and I, I think that's to be expected because, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's a real kind of... Um, sense of frisson or excitement when you know when they first start counting on Sunday morning and we're getting the, the updated tallies as more and more boxes are open so Monday couldn't match uh, Sunday in that regard but um, it, it, there was excitement in the sense that you know there were two seats to be filled and we'd been talking we kind of knew from early on on Sunday how the first three of the four seats in the city were going to be filled. We we knew it was going to be in some combination, Morris Quinlivan, Willie O'Dea, and most likely Kieran O'Donnell. So that brought that excitement of who was going to fill the final seat. Would it be Brian Ledden? Would it be Frankie Daly? Would possibly John O'Sullivan retain her seat? That went into Monday, and it, and it did go down to the wire. It went down to the ninth count before Brian Ledden really pulled away and took it. So that, that there was that excitement there on Monday. Okay, so uh, that, and that was the dramatic part, wasn't it? As you say, Kieran O'Donnell was expected from early on to take the third seat. He just took time, and it did happen uh, yesterday, and you were reporting on that. Um, but Brian Ledden of the Greens, major breakthrough uh, for the Greens in Limerick City. It really is, because, you know, it was only last during last May's local and European elections that we saw two Green Party councillors joined the local authority for the first time, one of those being Brian Ledden. And I chatted with him, and, uh, you know, you played the audio out in Limerick today, yesterday morning, um, before, just as counting was getting underway. And uh, I was actually, I I was delighted Brian spoke to me because, you know, most people who are in the running are too nervous or too, maybe they feel it's bad luck or they'll jinx their chances if they speak to the media before they're home and hosed and over the line and have their seats secured. But he was happy to chat and he was very relaxed. And I said to him, I said, you're very um, at peace there. And he said, well, you know, look, whatever will be, will be. We've done our best. Um, but, you know, he's he did say to me during that chat, look, he was kind of, he reluctantly went forward um, to become a councillor last May. He secured one of two seats for the Greens along with uh, Sean Hartigan on the Metropolitan District. And then he goes forward for the for the full uh, general election nine months later. And, you know, the Greens, we had heard beforehand that they were probably going to do well. Although as the the weeks went by, you know, the Green Party leader, Eamon Ryan, did say that they were finding it a bit difficult to get the, the environment issue and climate change to be one of the key issues of this election, that it was struggling to be heard. But, but despite that, despite the fact that housing and health seem to be the main issues and pensions, of course, and child, the cost of childcare... 
you know, the Greens have gone from two to 12 seats. Um, so they have had a really, really successful election and getting Brian Ledden over the line, the first Green Party TD in, in Limerick City in its history is, is something else. And he's had quite a meteoric rise, I would say. Yeah. So what made the difference? Because he was bunched with a, a number of other candidates, including independent councillor Frankie Daly, who also had a good uh, general election. Um, whose distribution made the difference and got Brian Ledden over the line and into that fourth seat in Limerick City yesterday after? afternoon yeah when we came into yesterday morning joe i think frankie was about four votes ahead of brian so it was very very tight but really it was the uh, distribution of jan o'sullivan's um votes her 4,667 votes that really really made the difference by that stage brian had pulled i think something like 171 votes ahead i think that was after the distribution of maria burns votes but um, he really surged ahead. And just before that ninth count and the distribution of Jan's vote, we were, you know, there's all the speculation when it comes to transfers, what way will they go? People were wondering, would um, would Frankie Daly benefit? You know, he's, uh, he's from the same neck of the woods as Jan O'Sullivan. Of course, he's a, a former Labour councillor, former party colleague of Jan's. Would he benefit more or, or, or would Brian benefit? Because the Green Party are very transfer friendly and particularly you would expect uh, from Labour that you know there would be a good chance of those transfers going to the Greens that's the way it played out and um, I think Brian got in or around either nearly double or just over double the amount of transfers from Jan that Frankie got and um, won out by well over one and a half thousand votes so it was only that ninth and final count where he really surged ahead and he didn't meet the quota but Frankie was very magnanimous and came over and conceded and uh, he was deemed elected and I'm sure you can see uh, through our social media channels or on our website I got a nice picture of the two of them uh, hugging and um, you know congratulating each other and it was good to see in politics sometimes it can be dirty Joe but um, there was a sense of fair play and respect there on show I think Alright that's good to hear Okay we're chatting to Live 95's Alan Morrissey stay with us uh, Alan uh, on the line there stuck in traffic and uh, we will hear uh, what uh, Brian Ledden uh, after his election uh, for the Greens uh, to the last seat in the Limerick City constituency in general election 2020 although should I say general election 2020 mark one is there maybe a mark two, three, four, and five by the time we get to the end of this year? We'll see. Let's hear what Brian Ledden uh, had to say to you. Oh, it feels very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really humbled to, to have uh, been elected to, to the 33rd Dáil, um, first Green Party TD in, in Limerick. Um, I, was, I was elected to the council only last May. Uh, and uh, I, I couldn't have seen this coming. So it's a, it's a real, um, it's a fantastic achievement for me, but also for the huge team that were behind me as well. So there's now a voice for Greens inside uh, Limerick here. Um, what does that mean? What change can we expect to see? We, we'd like to see uh, a change in how the city is managed. We'd like to see it become a city that is easy to get around, that is an excellent public transport service, a city that's easy to walk and cycle around. Uh, you know, the Limerick's best future is, is really as a, a, a competitive, compact, ambitious European city, and I think we can get there. And it was down to the wire. It was very close there for the last couple of hours yeah. and last night. Were you nervous? No, I haven't been nervous at all. Uh, I, I thought coming into this that uh, we were going to achieve something big, even if we didn't get elected. Uh, we knew we were in, in the hunt, uh, so I said uh, there's no point being nervous because um, we've already achieved something fantastic, and as it happens, we crossed the line. Uh, so it, it's, it's really fantastic. What about the M20? Do you share the thoughts of your leader on that, that it's a, a sort of a waste is, of time? Uh, that came up uh, during the election. 
uh, our position on the M20 is that there's a process that's underway at the moment that is looking at a number of different routes. It's also looking at bypass options, dual carriageway options, enhancing the rail connectivity between the two cities. And it's also looking, I believe, at uh, connecting through to Waterford. So there's a lot of, it's really back to square one. There's, there's a lot of options on the table there. Uh, and we should trust the process now and see what comes out of that. Favour of the motorway? I'm in favour of the best possible connectivity solutions between the two cities. If the experts tell us that, that that's uh, an interurban motorway, uh, then we should listen to them. We should take that seriously. Will you be hoping that the Greens will now be part of uh, any coalition or any talks in terms of forming a coalition? They should have the numbers to potentially play a part. Yeah, I haven't seen the national figures. Uh, I don't know where we lie. And uh, um, We said at the outset that we, we, we are a party that's serious about what we're about. We uh, we think in order to, to drive the change that we believe is important, then we should, you know, aspire to be in government. Uh, and so, in the next few days, now we'll we'll regroup uh, and we'll figure out, uh, you know, where we lie and, and if there are opportunities there. You said this morning to me that you reluctantly went forward to run as a councillor. Now, nine months later, you're a member of the 33rd Doll. Are you ready, do you think, for the, the the big changes and what it'll take at the learning, that process that'll be involved? We'll see. Uh, I, I don't know. It is, it's been a, a very strange year. Uh, I, I, my career is an engineer. That's what I, I, I've been working at. But, but now I guess I'm a full-time public representative and um, I'd like to think that my background as an engineer will will help my uh, my, my future job, the, you know, the one that I've just stepped into. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There's there's a lot of thinking to do on this. So, yeah. All right. Very interesting. Brian Ledden, who took the uh, final seat, the fourth seat in the Limerick City constituency yesterday afternoon, and you heard all about that on Live ninety five uh, news on FM and online. And Live ninety five's Alan Morrissey was there uh, covering all of uh, that. Uh, so, uh, Frankie Daly, uh, independent councillor, came close. We'll hear what Frankie had to say a bit later in the show. The third uh, seat was taken by Finnegale Senator, now TD again, Kieran O'Donnell, and uh, we'll hear from him too. And before. Before that, of course, we've heard from them already on Limerick Today and on news coverage. Willie O'Dea of Fianna Fáil and then Morris Quinlivan of Sinn Féin topped the poll in Limerick City. And in County Limerick, uh, Niall Collins of Fianna Fáil was re-elected, as was Fine Gael's Patrick O'Donovan. Uh, and uh, then it was independent councillor Richard O'Donoghue who took the third seat. So there was drama, maybe more than expected, in both Limerick constituencies, which was reflected, of course, around the country as well. Uh, sitting uh, TD for Fine Gael, Tom Neville lost his seat in the County Limerick constituency and uh, former Minister uh, and Labour TD Jan O'Sullivan lost her seat uh, in the Limerick City constituency um, and Alan it is going to be fascinating now because the whole point of electing TDs is ultimately to find out who governs and to put a government in place but this is incredibly complicated because of the enormous drama around the country, including Fianna Fáil having, I think, 38 seats, followed by Sinn Féin with 37, uh, Fine Gael uh, with 35, uh, and then the Greens, just to take one example, um, and they weren't the only party to be successful among the smaller parties, but I think they have 12 seats. Where's it all going to go from here will be everyone's question now. Well, yeah, it's 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 a tricky one, Joe. I think you know I've heard a number of um, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael TDs speaking uh, in the media over the last day or two, and they seem to be more or less saying. I think even uh, the, the line seems to be leave Mary Lou at it. Um, let, let you know she has said that her preference is to 
for be part of a government without uh, Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil, which would mean um, a coalition of the left. But looking at the numbers, it, you know, it, 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 it's short of 80. And then how many of the independents are truly left-leaning? And, you know, you'd have to filter out some of those who are from the Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil gene pool. You know, you mentioned Richard O'Donoghue, the independent in Limerick County, of course, has, you know, former Fianna Fáil member so yeah but the only um, thing is he's not anymore and i suppose independence will drive a hard bargain for their constituencies so richard donahue might say well look i look at supporting a government i don't know i'm not, I'm not going to speak for him until he speaks to us but he might say look you know if, if i get x y and z for the constituency i'll seriously consider it Possibly so. And I was going to say maybe just, uh, you know, on moral grounds, they might have an objection to going into government with Sinn Féin. But maybe then again, we've seen, Michal, we've seen Michal Martin do a 180 degree turn. So uh, if, if if it looks like he can do that, then certainly um, independence with Fianna Fáil connections could do that. Um, I, I, to be honest, I, th- I think the most likely option is Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin, um, perhaps the Greens or something like that. Okay. Well, um, well, we'll wait and see. I think there's a long way to go before we get to that point, but we may well end up at that point. We may end up with a second election in the coming weeks um, and it could be a long time before we have a government in the country and, you know, what is important to, to point out is that, believe it or not, the whole Brexit thing uh, is kicking off uh, again um, despite the fact the UK have left. Well, thank you very much, Live95's Alan Morrissey. As I say, we'll hear some more of the people that you chatted uh, to uh, over the rest of the show at different points, uh, but we appreciate uh, your efforts over the weekend and again yesterday and thank you for joining us in a traffic jam on the line this morning. Call Limerick today now on 461995.